0: Hi, this is Delcina with Keeping It Fit for Life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I look forward to us both growing together as we go through this journey of learning new habits and skills that will help improve both our fitness and our health for life. Hello, 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 hello. I'm so excited to be here today. Today I am going live. I'm so excited. I wanna find out who's out there, who has questions, who has information. Today's show especially, I'm going to be answering some very popular weight loss questions. And I haven't gone live in quite some time because I have been one busy, busy bee. busy bee. I now have a podcast. Ah! I hope your ears weren't too close to the microphone. I have, a speaker rather, a podcast. It's called Nutrition Made Simple by Delcina West Fit for Life PT. With all of the new information I've been gathering over the last uh, few months and completing some additional certifications that I'm doing. Seems like every time I, I start something, I, I gotta go back to school and get some more training. And Before I know it, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, why did I go back to school? But anyway, all that nutrition, all that information I'm bringing to you because I want to be a serious, scientifically-based source of information when it comes to your food, your nutrition, your health, your wealth, your balance and support. I want to be that person, okay? So, I am coming to you live. I'm using my iPhone and I can't see where comments are, so forgive me if I don't get to any comments, but I do have a series of questions that I want to go ahead and ask you. For those of you who are just tuned in, I want to say hi. I'm coming from KRGN 98.5 The Rock, where it's more than music. I love saying that. And you can always check out my airings on my new podcast called Nutrition Made Simple. You can hear it on Apple, iTunes, or That's the only podcast I know, but they're on all the podcasts out there. So please, if you miss anything today, you can go to Apple iTunes and hear this podcast or other podcasts. And my new um, email for my new program is called Nutrition Precision. So if you want to go to that new website, it is called ProCoach, Delsina. So that's ProCoach, P-R-O-C-O-A-C-H dot A-P-P slash Delsina. And I will be guiding you through your nutrition process and your fitness and everything through that new site. So anyway, so let's get started today with our segment. So some of these questions a lot of you have had in the past or you've heard contradicting information about it. Hey Antonio, it's good to see you on there. Thank you. And sometimes you don't know which direction to go in because there's just so much information out there and it's purposeful. It's meant to keep you complicated, confused, and stressed out so you can buy more stuff. Hey Jim, nice to you to be watching. So the first question has to do with eating slowly. The question is diet programs often say you should eat more slowly. Does this really help with weight loss? well studies haven't been able to clearly identify whether that is a key to weight loss but eating more slowly think about it this way when you get to a dinner table or lunch plate or whatever the case is and you end up eating super super fast you ate so fast that you didn't even have a chance to smell it or taste it you usually end up doing what eating a lot of food so much so that You overeat, and you know that feeling, and your stomach hurts so bad that you gotta unbutton your pants, or your stomach feels like it's gonna bust out of your shirt, and you gotta be rolled out of the table. Now, I love food just like anybody else, but I don't know of anybody who really likes that feeling. Okay, if you do, well, you're in your own class. But none of us like the feeling of being so super stuffed that it hurts. Eating slowly can one, not allow you to have that feeling but eating slowly will enable you to eat less food and if you eat less food guess what you'll lose weight oh my gosh it's an amazing thing so eating slowly is a surefire way in my opinion that you can be one more conscious of what you're eating to enjoy the eating process, the food that you're taking in, the nutrients, how it was prepared, the savoriness, the sweetness, you know, truly enjoy the food. And three, eat less calories. Most of the times I tell my clients that you should eat till you're about 80% full. What does that mean? When you eat till you're about 80% full, you are actually eating what your body really needs. You're just not giving your brain a chance to catch up with your stomach through all those connections so that you know that you've had enough to eat so that by then when your brain gets a chance to catch up you feel full but you feel satisfied and you're not overstuffed. So yes, I believe eating slowly will help you to lose weight. Next question How do I figure out how many calories I should be eating? That's a good question. A lot of people want to know how much I should eat because it can be really tricky. You know a lot of us think that Well, I'm eating healthy foods, I'm going to the salad bar, and I'm skipping breakfast, or I'm going on a fast, and you don't see any results from what's going on. Well, your body has a very specific caloric need, it's called a basal metabolic need, that just to function. And many of us confuse that, and we end up eating way more calories than your body needs to function and to be actively live, but then... We wonder why we're not losing weight. I'm going to the gym every day. I'm, I'm doing my cardio 45 minutes, and I'm busting my butt in the gym with the leg press machine, whatever machine it is. But you don't know how much you need to eat. Most women worry about this a lot. Here's a very simple equation you can use. Now, it's a very general equation, but it'll give you a good baseline, okay? So you take the ideal weight that you want to have. Say you want to be 135 pounds, right? You take that 135 pounds, or 135, and you multiply it by 14. That will give you how many calories you need to take in to get to that weight. So let's say if you're 135, I mean you want to be 135 pounds, and you multiply it times 14, that's 1,890 calories per day. And that's how many calories you should be eating at this time so that you can get down to that 135. See how that is? Work simple, right? So use that as a general identification of how many calories you should eat. Now once you get down to those calories, then you'll have to recalculate again. And you always have to be recalculating because your body's metabolism is going to change and adapt because it's very good at doing that. Here's another question. Hey Robert, thanks for watching. Um, why is it harder to lose weight each time you gain it back? And oh my goodness, this is a syndrome of yo-yo dieting my goodness and so many people do this yo-yo dieting they go on a fast or they starve themselves or they skip two meals and have a shake or they have a shake and have one meal they and then they lose the weight and get off of whatever those diet tricks were and gain it right back and what happens you gain back extra pound well no matter how you lost weight you're always gonna lose a combination of fat and lean muscle mass. And when you lose lean muscle mass, you also lose the capability to have a higher level of metabolism. And when your metabolism drops low, that means it it needs less calories. So what happens is, you went on this super decreased calorie, you lost a lot of muscle mass because muscle mass cannot sustain itself in the absence of calories, of proper nutrition. You lost a lot of muscle mass at which it calculates to you as you know weight on the scale, you got skinnier, and then you're like, okay, I'm skinny now. Let me go back to that buffet line, <laughs> and that's the wrong answer because now your body's got used to working on, let's say, 1,500 calories through the diet, and when you're finished and you got your pants on, you got your jeans on, you go back and start eating 2,000 calories, but your body can't handle 2,000 calories anymore. It used to when it had muscle, but you lost it all through that crazy wacko diet you were on. So, what you need to do in order to not uh, gain back that much is to slowly lose the weight through including weight training exercises to maintain as much lean muscle mass as you can. And then take it off slowly. You've got to take it off slowly because that way your body's metabolism and its energy system can all work together to keep you on track. All right? So it's well-studied effect, too, of the yo-yo dieting. So the only solution is to maintain your weight so that you're losing it slowly over a period of time. And I can teach you how to do that in a really, really simple way through my new uh, coaching techniques. The next question is, whenever I change my diet, I'm consumed by cravings. How do I make them stop? don't buy the food you crave. No, just kidding. Just kidding. No, any dietary change that cuts out extreme portions of food groups or favorite foods or familiar foods, you're going to crave them. It's like, you know, the old human, um, just just being human, whatever we are told we cannot have, guess what? That's what we want. And that's what we crave. So the first thing you have to decide is do I want to go on some t- sort of weight loss program that's going to cut out the foods that I like, or cut out a whole food group for a short period of time that's not going to last and make me miserable because I'm going to crave the food? Next thing I know, I don't want—I'm not going to eat chocolate cake. I'm not going to eat chocolate cake. I'm not going to eat chocolate cake. Next thing you know, you're at Old Chicago, whatever place it is, and you're eating a half of a chocolate cake, or maybe even more. So. One of the things you need to do if you are insisting on doing something like that, you've got to keep it away from you. You're not going to be able to socialize in the same places. You're not going to be able to buy the foods that you like if you want to stay on that diet that's so very extreme. And when you do eat the food that you like or the food that you've been omitting, don't feel guilty about it. You can't because when you feel guilty about it, then you're going to have what? Stress. If you have stress, you can't sleep. If you can't sleep, you can't rest. If you can't rest, you can't lose weight. It's a terrible cyclone. It's a terrible cycle. So, the answer to that is how do I make the craving stop? Well, first of all, don't put yourself in that situation. Second of all, you're going to have to stay away from those foods. Third, if you do eat the foods that you crave, don't feel guilty about it. Start all over the next day. If God gives you a chance to start another day, just start again. Another question I have is I can lose weight in the summer but I regain it back in the fall. Help me! Okay, so I think a lot of this has to do with social norms or stigmas. You know, summertime, everybody's out and about. They're feeling good. They're feeling fine. They're more actively involved in things than they had been before. And, you know, you want to kind of show off your goods. You want to show off your body. You want to show off that hard work. So you have to create something that's more steady. So, again, this goes back to doing crazy, out-of-control diets that you cannot sustain. If you can't sustain it after the summertime, yeah, you're gonna gain weight in the fall, and you can't blame it on the fact that it got cold. It's cold, so my body fat is just, you know, jumping on top of me to keep me warm. <laughs> I've heard all these crazy things. It's not that, it's that you're starting eating more food again, because you got off your wacky diet, okay? And I keep, call, you know, insulting diets do diet programs. A diet is pretty much whatever it is you decide to eat for a period of time, right? But when we go on these extreme diets that take us out of the norm, your body knows that, your brain knows that, everything around you knows that, the people around you know that, and it's very difficult to sustain unless your motivation is super, super, super high intensity. Okay? So let me wave at some of you guys. Wave, 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 wave. Okay. Wave technology Ah, I gotta love it all right let me get to the next question let me see what uh else I wanted to tell you about that um okay so the next question is cutting carbs cutting carbs can be unhealthy this is the biggest longest lasting fad that there is out there I've read that cutting carbs is unhealthy somebody said it is unhealthy but all my friends are losing weight by doing it why should not alright so you'll be better able to maintain your weight loss if you don't have to permanently eliminate or restrict a single food group I keep saying that however your body will change for a short period of time but diets aren't made to last a short period of time okay the best thing to do is go through a 12-month program of slowly making adjustments and changes get based on the Dietetic Association of America so that you can lose it clearly. Cutting carbs basically means you're cutting out a large portion of calories in your diet. That's what happens when you do that. Let's say your plate is made up of, you know, say a pasta dish. Now you're not going to eat pasta anymore. So the dish is left with protein and vegetables. You've cut out three four five six hundred calories okay you cut out three four five six hundred calories well, instead what you should have done is have a smaller amount of the pasta which is carbs the vegetables are carbs too um, and then you can enjoy the pasta without having that many calories it's not the carbohydrate that's making you fat or making you unhealthy It's the amount total amount of carbs that you're taking in on a daily basis. It's much too much for your body to process. You know, brown rice, whole wheat pasta, potatoes, sweet potatoes, white potatoes, grains, healthy breads. They're not bad. There's no food that is bad for you. What's bad is if you're taking more than your body needs, if you are eliminating one particular food group and only limiting yourself to a minor, small range of foods because you're not getting the full spectrum of nutrients and supplements in your body. Carbs have nutrients in them, fiber that your body needs to eliminate process through your stomach and your intestines. So eating carbs does not make you fat, all right? that's I have a big thing with that. And it's not unhealthy eating too much will. Got it? Too much. All right. I've always consumed fewer than 1,500 calories a day, and I still can't lose weight. What you need to do is first take a realistic look at that 1,500 calories. Are you really only eating 1,500 calories? I know many of us do use diet apps or journals and programs like that. 30% 30% of our I would say actually in the 75% of our population over or underestimates how much you're actually eating. We do it by 30%. That can be a huge amount. So what you need to do is take a really true look at what you're eating. And so you can do it for three to five days. When you say, Oh, I just had some eggs and juice. Okay, did you really just have some eggs? How many eggs? Did you have two, three, four eggs? How much juice? Six ounces. 12 ounces, 16 ounces, did you have toast with it? Did you put butter on the toast? Did you have grits? Or did the grits have butter on them? You've got to count all of those things. They count. And even in your coffee, you have a cup of coffee? Well, I just had a cup of coffee today. Really? Did that cup of coffee have vanilla syrup? Did it have creamer? How much creamer in it? You see where you can miss those extra calories really, really easy? So you might have said, well, I have eggs and juice and a cup of coffee. But, and that theoretically may seem like 150, another 100, and 25. So less than 200 calories. But in reality, you had almost 500, maybe 600 calories because you didn't count the butter was made with, you didn't count the butter and the grits, you didn't count how many eggs you had, you didn't count the bread, slice of bread that you scarfed down so fast you forgot you had it, you didn't realize that you were drinking 16 ounces of juice instead of eight, and you had cream and sugar in your coffee. So, cutting calories, is very, very specific. If you don't know how many calories you're having, hey Crystal, good to see you on there. Thanks for joining in. Now, if the calorie count is correct, okay, and you know for sure you're including everything that you're putting in your mouth, drinking and eating, then there are two things which you need to do. Those two things are going to be to increase the amount of caloric expenditure, how much exercise or physical activity you do, and change it up really quick. Change up your program so that you're doing something that's completely different than you were doing before. And then change the types of foods that you've been eating. Our body also processes foods differently. So what you eat, hey Wes nice of you to be watching, what you eat doesn't always completely fully be absorbed in your body. All of our systems are different. So You may think that you're taking in 1,500 calories, but your body may not be absorbing that complete 1,500. So you could be less or more, and it depends on the food and how they count the calories. So it's, unfortunately, it's not a specific science, but you want to get as close to it by being as accurate as possible. The biggest thing I say, because I'm not always a proponent of cutting calories too low, because when you cut calories too low, again, you drop your metabolism, your energy system drops. When your energy drops, you can't work out. And staying active and being active is super important for health, for fitness, and look, honestly, in in vanity, for how you look. <laughs> I mean, really, do you want to be a skinny fat person? That's somebody who's small, but flabby, weak, has no energy or no strength or no musculature. All right, I know most of you don't want to, I'm older. I don't want to be like that. I want to be shapely and sexy. I want to have some lean muscle mass on me and I want to enjoy my food. All right. So don't cut calories extremely. If you think you're eating a certain amount, you have to be specific with your countdown, with your journal, count everything you eat and drink. And if it is accurate, increase your physical activity. Try a high intensity internal, um, high interval intensity training program. shock your system and really get the burning going really, really, really hard and fast. Because a lot of us sometimes get stuck in a workout program and we think we're doing okay but in reality your body has gotten so used to it it can do it on autopilot. And then change up your cardiovascular training. Don't go for long stints of cardio. Go for short interval stints of cardio. Really get a high sweat to your point where your body, you're breathing so heavy that it's hard for you to talk, then you know you've got a good workout. Right, Crystal? Yes, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to do one more question. Um, The question is, I keep hearing how important exercise is for weight control, but when I see the number of calories that exercise actually burns, I feel discouraged. Is it really worth it? Yes, yes, and yes. Exercise is very much worth it you know when you look at the calories on an elliptical machine or a treadmill or something like that you've been on it for 30 minutes 45 minutes and you see it's only 12 I mean 200 or 300 yes you think gosh I got to burn so many calories a day but it's not just that instant you got to think about What is happening to your body for the long term? You're increasing your oxygen intake. You're increasing the ability of your heart to beat harder. You're putting more blood through your system. You're getting stronger legs, stronger abs. You're sleeping better. You're reducing your stress. You're fitting better into your clothes. Come on, there's so many benefits to the exercise if you do it consistently over a period of time. Remember, that's the key. You can't be a weekend soldier, go to the gym, kill yourself for four or five hours, and then do nothing else for the rest of the week. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about consistent small amount over a period of time. You will get results. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And in order for you to do that, if you want someone to help you to get that done, I am your coach. I'm your coach, Delcina West. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I really enjoy spending time with you. And remember, if you want any additional information on what we spoke about today or any questions relating to health and fitness, please search for me on www.fitforlifeptllc or on my new coaching site, which is www.procoach.app.com. I'm always found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, thank you so much. Have a beautiful and healthy day.